This week on the Bethcast, it's the triumphant return of the Astagonist. What pie? We're in. Yeah, get it? <laughs> yeah. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey! Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 314. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Three, yeah, 314. Yep. Yeah. You, you want to explain that a little more? No, no, no. Okay. I just want to tell you that I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is... We go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Yeah. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. And then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. All right. That's All right, robot, robot jocks. But the bad, bad movies and stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Oh, no. Boo. Not our wheelhouse. Ew. So, yeah, it's episode 314. So we're doing a... Uh, <laughs> American Pie presents presents eh, get Bed it. in Camp. Yeah, this was a good idea. Such a good idea. Pie, so good. Math jokes, <laughs> never not funny. <laughs> no. well, there's a couple times you're not funny. There's some debate about that. <laughs> not even once. That's what you're saying. I know. <laughs> All right, let's get a plot summary for this thing out of the way, and we'll talk more about it. Matt Stifler wants to be just like his big bro, making porn movies and having a good time in college. After sabotaging the school band, he gets sent to band camp where he really doesn't like it at first, but then learns how to deal with the band. <laughs> really? This is what somebody wrote for a plot synopsis. Where he really he doesn't, doesn't like, like, it like it at first. Are you? S- Let's try the whole sentence again. Here. Oh my god. After sabotaging the school band, he gets sent to band camp where he really doesn't like it at first, but then learns how to deal with the bandies. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh, wow. Huh. Yep. <laughs> All right. So you remember Sean William Scott in the American Pie movie? Yes. Yeah, he was a dick. Yeah, he was a jerk. Well, remember his little br- brother who was like, you guys are fuckers. No. Oh, well, he's grown up now, and oh. he's a dick, too. <laughs> oh. Neat. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what would be a good idea? Uh, Make an entire movie about that guy? Yeah, that's a great idea. That's oh. such a good idea. We're that's luck. a fucking good idea, fuck knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making a whole movie about that Shit. piece of fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this might be an extra profane episode of Hell. the motherfucking Bamcast. <laughs> Duty. Crap. <laughs> yeah. We watched the unrated version. Yes, we did. Poop. <laughs> <sighs> Look how unrated we are. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't even know. I mean, uh huh. Yeah, this guy. Like, nope, none, <sighs> of, none, of, none of us do. It's... Yeah, this guy. I mean, all right. So, first off, if you've never seen, if you haven't seen like American Pie, Congratulations on, I don't know, dodging that cultural bullet. I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. It's a fine movie at the t- of the time. I suppose. But okay, sure. Um, it's, it's a movie that it's a '90s movie. Yeah. <laughs> Watching this makes me wonder. Don't. I mean, this is. It makes me wonder. You can't compare uh, these like direct-to-video you... spinoff things to anything you do with the original. It has that same. I... 
I, I will. I will. Ethos, I will I agree with you that by making these, it weakens the brand, and they er- ergo, you know, like you know, you look at the whole thing with like a, a higher level of disdain because mm-hmm. of like these direct video bullshit things. Uh huh. Like there's okay. there's like there's 15 other Bring It Ons. I still love the original Bring It On. Okay. Oh, I, the director of this happened to make some of those. I know. Yeah, he, right. He an, did. An expert in ruining franchises. Sure. <laughs> It exposes the underlying shittiness of the of those. I suppose, for, yes. There's a set. formula. I've only seen one. So. There, there's a formula to the American Pie movies, much like the Police Academy movies, where it's just... Don't kind of, you fucking besmirch. I'm not. Academy. I'm just saying there's a formula there, and this movie is kind of following the same thing, which is just be gross and terrible and win in the end. There's just not, there's just not those other characters in it who are actual human beings. Yes. That's, that's the difference between the actual American Pie movies and this one. Mm-hmm. Is this one is just all about the biggest asshole. Yep. Like enjoy him being on screen ninety six percent of the movie. Yep. Because yeah. I mean, I mean to be fair, do, they they found someone with the mannerisms of Stifler Alpha. Okay. I mean, kind of. It's a guy doing an impersonation of that, but also trying to do a Jim Carrey impersonation sure. at the same time. Yeah. And they get in the way. <laughs> yeah. I. I just. I mean, it was. It was off-putting and yet so, like effort in like a str- extremely morbid kind of way. It was kind of like, wow, you actually found someone to act just like him in it's a, slightly, a, straight, a straight-to-video version of it. It's slightly endearing that that guy committed as much as he did. That's what I'm trying to say. When yes. everyone around him was just like, Jesus Christ, guy, <laughs> you are the worst. Right. You're not a human being. Yes. He is just going for it so i'm just saying like compared to original stifler you have this earth 2 stifler here and, it, and it, it's it's pretty good sliders, stifler, stifler, yeah. stifler sliders yeah. <laughs> I'm, you do not want stifler sliders trust me no no you do uh, not all right then yeah. i'm gonna have to disagree with you about that but all right i every fiber of it being hates this guy <laughs> but you're not but supposed stifler, to like stifler either. i know no but stifler has a charisma about him in a weird way in that Yes, he's an asshole, and yes, you don't want to be around him. And you know, and Sean William Scott has obviously just cultivated that whole thing his I, entire I, and career. I, I honestly think he broke out of that and became someone yeah. we liked. I think if you go back and watch original Stifler, and that was the only time you ever saw him, you'd be like, "Fuck that guy! Fuck that guy forever!" Oh, it took a while for Sean sure. William Scott. Yeah, to be that's, that is true. That is true. Yeah. But there's this guy was one and done. You know, so he's always going to be that fuck that you know second rate chintzy director video stifler guy yeah chintzy stifler <laughs> in because yeah, i mean the, the way he's written in this yes he's a complete piece of shit yeah sure. yes. and it just it when the movie starts it bam right into it 100 percent. yep hey fuck locker why don't <laughs> yeah. you shit on your damn hell <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. yeah it, it wasn't that bad. No, <laughs> no, he, was, he, really, no they were really he works fuck. really trying. It, like, like everything becomes twice a sentence. Something fucking something. Yeah, every other sentence. I, I was for am- the first ten minutes yeah. or so. Whenever I was amazed he speaks. it did not persist. We thought for sure it was going to be oh, every yeah. line of dialogue. Uh, but he's he's a little scrawny man, and he's apparently on the football team, which like quarterback or something, star like, of the yeah, football team. Okay, and he's got two mush head buddies who sound like they're all dubbed by the same person. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, bro, let's go do a thing, you know? Bleh. And so the movie starts with like the band rehearsing for graduation. Mm-hmm. And then Stifler and his buddies are like, come on guys, let's fucking do this fuck stick thing. And 
they take like pepper spray and they go in and they just spray down all the instruments with pepper spray because hilarious, mm-hmm. funny stuff. Yeah. And so then the graduation ceremony commences and the band gets sick. Yeah, they do. But he also, the, he gets caught by the girl who, not Mandy Moore, Mandy Moore. but she's on like <laughs> ballers and other stuff, but she looks exactly like Mandy Moore. Yep. But like, who is the main female character of the movie? Who mm-hmm. is like, I guess she's the leader of the band. She never plays an instrument, but she's like the conductor, right? Almost. Yes. I wasn't aware most marching bands had a straight up she conductor, a, but she played the flute, piccolo, and also piccolo. Not and they never the showed band, her playing yeah. it. No, no, she never actually. They, they showed her playing it. I know well, you were paying more attention than I was. I was. I was. Yeah. Reading I about was, Supreme Court arguments through most of this movie. <laughs> Drinking all the hate Because it was way in. more interesting. <laughs> and funnier. Yeah. But Anyhow, like, he also steals her piccolo that he thinks... Is it, a giant steel double dildo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's in a it's in a big steel case that's got, like, bullet-shaped ends. Mm-hmm. And he swipes that. He's like, Picardo. He's like, that dude, must mean it's a fucking is, dildo. Yeah. Oh, man. Obsessed it's with a, a dildo. It's a yeah. fuck pipe. I'm going to fucking put this in my fucking pocket. Damn. Bitch hell. I did appreciate at least the fact. I mean, that's the thing is like you you feel like there's something there's someone there who has a couple of neurons still firing in their head because he the first when he first found it, he was like, hey, it's a Steely Dan, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, the kind of reference you wouldn't normally get in something like this or ever. No, but eh, eh, I, I don't know. I, Coming out whatever. of his I'm, mouth. Fine. It's like, I'll just, uh, I'm, just, I'm just not going to say anything else about the rest of this because it's just you're just going to look at me and go, no, no, but it's I'm trying to find a silver lining about this movie. here. <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> it's I mean, there are a couple There's of no silver talking linings dogs. because like, that's okay, a silver lining. Well, so like after he does his pepper spray bullshit, he puts the pepper spray back in his pocket, which then dumps all over his junk. Yeah, because he falls over. Yeah. Oh, he slips on drumsticks, mm-hmm. which the the movie thankfully dubs in a wing didn't noise when he does that. So, you know, he fell down. Uh, so, yeah, that that happens. And so he has to go wash his junk in the water fountain that's behind the stage mm-hmm. so that when it's revealed that everyone is puking and running away, screaming because they've all been pepper sprayed, the curtain comes up and he's just back there washing his nuts in the water fountain. Mm-hmm. And this is like the one thing that makes the school principal or whatever go, oh, my God, <laughs> not everyone running away in terror because mm-hmm. they're bleeding from the eyes. It's, no, <laughs> it's Stifler. Hey, you know, this dude's seen a lot. He's yeah. seen that already. Yeah, I, I, he, yeah, he went through one Stifler already. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. So, so Stifler so, gets sent to a guidance counselor. Yeah. Who's the Shermanator from the original movie? Of course he is, because yeah. Because that, that redheaded guy didn't have anything better going on, so shit. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you'll give me like, <clears throat> you'll give me like two hundo for this? I'll, shit. Sure, yeah. Man. Free meal? Yeah, you guys got catering there? <laughs> I'll, I'll hang out, do whatever you want. Yeah, how many how many days you need me? Yeah, I can work every day. Yeah. <laughs> I can do my own spinoff. <laughs> I got a sleeping bag. I can hang out in the corner. It's This, this sounds like a good good gig yeah but yeah he's the guidance counselor now sure because obviously enough time has passed for him to get that degree yeah of course Mm -hmm. because it's 2005 yeah it's a full six years okay yeah so he's like i'm the shermanator and i'm gonna teach you a lesson because i'm a robot yeah he's still doing the whole terminator thing because yeah that's what you do when they bring you back for the direct-to-video sequel and you don't have anything else going on hit all your greatest hits yeah so yeah, but he, <laughs> he basically tells him that expulsion would be too good for him, and so he's gonna have to learn how to 
be in the band and go to band camp. Right. Record scratch. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's about to find out. We yes. didn't see that coming with the name of the movie or anything. <laughs> no. They, I mean, the, the, you know that scene is in the trailer when he's like, "We're you're going to bad camp and stuff. We're like, bad camp, bleh. You know, it's like, oh, fuck. That's when the record scratch hits in the trailer and then they show all the band camp bullshit. So, yeah. But yeah, then he goes to camp band camp. <laughs> yes, camp band camp. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. I, yeah, we're, it's immediately established that the counselors or whatever are a bunch of hot chicks who will be the ones that get naked later on in the movie because mm-hmm. they have very few speaking lines. Yeah. And um, that all of the bands that are there are in competition and that, of course, there's one that's the rich kids band that wins every year right. and got the cocky frat boy thing going on. They've just transplanted it to band camp. Right. Because, okay. Yep. Yeah, there's, so there's like five schools at this thing and there's like a camp-long competition and the winning school has one person who gets a scholarship to music school or whatever. So mm-hmm. the rich kids have won for the last five years. Mm-hmm. There's your plot. Yeah. Like every band or every camp movie yeah. ever. Right. It's always those rich kids win every year. How do mm-hmm. we? Us, How do we defeat the rich kids? Yeah. But yeah. So Stifler shows up. He's like, all right, I'm here, whatever. Well, it's not even that. Like, this guy's such an asshole. He can't even just, like, put his head down and be like, fine, what the fuck ever. Let's get this over with. Right. He has to, like, go around, like, picking fights with everyone, telling them all how big nerds they are. Right. Oh, and he's got a plan for Bandcamp, too, because before he went, he went on to uh, spychest.com, spychest. spychest. which when he types it in and the website opens up, he's like, spychest, Yeah. I gotta admit, the product placement <laughs> took me right out of this movie. I was fully buying the fiction, and then as soon as all this spychess.com mm-hmm. full was, throttle, yeah, it was, Panasonic, yeah, yeah, all over the place, grape. I could not accept. Yeah. So great, so great. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, though, he was not uh, he was not excited about the idea of going to spychess.com. No. It was chest. That's what he was <laughs> about. I know, but right. still, it was, it was. Well, you were like, yeah, and it's different than a. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. All right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he's buying spy equipment so that he can record, uh, secretly record everyone naked at band camp and make a video to impress his brother. Yes, because his brother his brother had shit. heard about Jim and Willow from Buffy going nuts at band camp fucking all the time. Yeah. So he thought that it was going to be a big orgy at band camp. So he's got all so the spy cameras. In spite of this knowledge, he still treats everyone, including the women there, like complete shit. Yes. Yes, he does. Because because he's an antagonist. Yeah, yeah, and so like, there's like the big reception where everyone, all the schools are there, mm-hmm. and Tim Stack from Son of the Beach and a bunch of shows yeah. is there, and he's wasted in this movie. He's useless. Yeah. Um, he he does nothing. All he does are reaction shots that aren't even good reaction shots, <laughs> and, and some that go far. Too yeah, long. and some where the editor just ha- hangs him out to dry. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just hangs that fucker out to dry. Yeah. Um. So I I, I don't even know how they get from. Eventually, the, the he's going back to he. Everyone's in their band camp, uh, t-shirts and all right. that, and he's wearing like ladies inquire within or something like that shirt, uh-huh. and that's when. Preppy McFuckerton, it, 
you know, comes up to him and is like, oh, you're not wearing your beanie. And I, you know, you don't understand. I run this camp. Even better. The, the preppy McFuckerton's last name was Van Camp. That's yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was Van de Camp. Van de Camp. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. yeah. A little bit more on the nose, please. Yeah. Van de Camp. <laughs> yes. This one time at Van de Camp. The band camp. <laughs> so they've still had, somehow had the, uh, the, you know, jocks versus geeks thing. Yeah. Because this guy's just, I'm the elite band camper, and you mm-hmm. will wear your beanie because you're a rookie. Ugh. And Stiffer's like, ah, that's a bunch of fuck. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but interestingly enough, like, it's weird that he immediately grabs, like, he's got the, uh, whatever it is, the band leaders, the big marching band staff mm-hmm. thing, and just tags this guy in the nuts with it. Yep. The first of many felonies yeah. committed in this film. Yeah, tags this guy with the nuts, and then he's swinging around like a bow staff. Yeah. He's like, I'm fucking white Jackie Chan, y'all. Come on, yeah, I'm gonna and kill that's, you. And that's when uh our 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 two people of color in the movie, uh-huh. the one uh one big black dude who eventually goes uncredited. Yes. Despite being in the whole goddamn movie. Being throughout the movie having a billion lines uncredited. Yeah. Who I guess he's also in ballers now, too. Yes, he is. He along is. with the main girl mm-hmm. who's on it. But and and then uh their Asian friend <laughs> who wants to be a gangster, but they're just like, they they immediately jump Stifler. Yeah. And they're like, get, no, get away from him. And Oh, dude puts, you know, Stifler in a headlock. Yeah. It's just like, stop this shit. Mm-hmm. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. And because it, it's like, everybody's like, you don't understand what you're doing. You like, there's all these secret rules here or something. Right. And then it's just like, you need to go see the, the, the macro, the macro, which is like the stands for something. Who knows? Yeah. It, it's it's basically the the main it's the morale it's the, activation crap yeah and it used to be some dominatrix willow from yeah uh allison hannigan yeah it used to be her yeah but she had to go but she's pregnant fuck now. Jim yeah. and go away yeah because stifler like <laughs> because stifler being this person that they've created for this movie uh-huh. like the door opens and oh it's eugene levy yeah and Eugene Levy's being Eugene Levy. And he's like, hey, you're Jim's dad. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I am. And he's like, yeah, I heard how Jim fucked the brains out of this <laughs> redhead crazy chick and fucked her and all that. And he's like, yep, yeah. Yeah, that totally happened. Yeah, though, right? that's that's my son's wife now. Yep. <laughs> they're having that's a baby. That's why they're having a baby. Thanks for your well wishes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so I'm in charge of morale and maybe you should not be a jerk, huh? Yeah. Why don't you just go out and be nice to everybody? How about that? Mm-hmm. Stiffer was like, yeah, that sounds like a glass of fuck. Let's do that. Yeah. You know, and like, is this like he goes straight to the cafeteria and is just immediately like, hey, girls, come chomp on my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yes, that's actually my pickup line. And you'd be surprised at how often it fails miserably. I mean, just this whole No, movie. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I would not be surprised in the least. No. At its failure rate. Well, you mean I mean, that, it's approaching that, that, 100%. That doesn't work? <laughs> Wait, approaching? Yeah. I mean, Are, are still... you, like, counting future maybes? Or... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more there sense. There are girls on which it hasn't failed yet. Okay. Oh, well, all right. I guess that's a slight <laughs> success rate, then. Margin of, you know, margin of So it's of in that, in an okay. infinite number of universes. <laughs> right. Area. Hey, okay. girls, jump on my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And one day... I just say that as I walk into any room with ladies. You know what? I bet this Stifler does, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
chuck a lob a grenade, you're bound to hit something, right? Yeah. It's the same yeah. way I play. Yeah, somebody's going to reverse the shooters just once in a while. <laughs> throw a grenade around the corner and walk into the room. Uh, but yeah, but... Because he's just like, I got 10 pounds of dangling stiffler meat. Who wants that? Yeah. And they're just like, oh, God. Uh, All right. fucking guy. Why don't you just come to our room later and we'll give you the business? <laughs> 15 yards for giving him the business? Well, so it's it's Mandy Moore and her Mindy Kaling friend who is there, whose name is Crystal Lightning. Shouldn't it be Mandy That's Less? Ri- yeah. <laughs> it's Mandy Less. Let's call her that. <laughs> yeah. So the tuba player is this goth girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by an actress named Crystal Lightning, which is the, the best name. And she's just like, yeah, Stiff, you should come to our room later tonight. It's going to be off the chain. It's just it's yeah. so dope and shit. <laughs> yeah, because she's <laughs> just playing into it. <laughs> right. Well, she's playing into his whole like, yeah, yeah. let's go party and fuck. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm Stiffler. Ah, band camp. Yeah. Fuck time. Yep. Jump yeah. my wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag fuck time. It's 2005, so I don't even know what that means. I bet it's hashtags. Stifler Jr. seems like he would be the guy that invented hashtags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're a pretty shitty thing, aren't they? Yeah, they are. A little stiff. But yeah, but but she's totally playing along. She's like, oh yeah, we love fuck time. <laughs> We Let's will go. we will fuck ton you. Let's go back to we, the, we on love the hashtag heat deck. chopping on cop. Yeah, <sighs> we're gonna yeah. juggle your balls and stuff. <laughs> gonna get gonna, a visit from the cock goblin. Oh yeah, yes. put your butt uh. in our mouths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. Damn. So that sexy dance happens, and then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Stifler's like, okay, ladies, let's, what are we here to do? And he's, he's rigged a spy cam to his hat mm-hmm. and he's going to go spy on the ladies. <laughs> yes, because, yeah, because That's his the box, most resigned def- yeah, his, description his of anything. His chest box has shown up right. with everything clearly labeled, like mm-hmm. shower cam <laughs> yes. and hard drive <laughs> and hat cam uh, yeah. and yep. all that. Yeah. Did so, we mention his roommate? He has a band camp geek roommate. Yes, the nerdy saxophone player. Right. Oh yeah. Who uh, he's, he's, he's alum, you yeah, guys. Yeah, Bamcast <laughs> alum from Super Buddies. Yeah. He's unsexy sax man. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh he's just nerdy kid. Yeah, right. He's into yeah. robots. Yeah. Played by Jason Earls. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Bamcast Named Ernie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bamcast own Jason Earls. And, but so uh, of course, as soon as he walks into the room, he's like, All right. All right, buddy, you live in the closet, and I'm out here because I'm Stifler. Fuck yeah. Blah. And, <laughs> right. you know, tosses the kid in the closet, and he's like, ah, whatever. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, yes, he has a roommate. Yeah. So he goes to the girl's room, and he's like, all right, time to make the fuck. Let's do it. Yeah. And they're just like, nah, let's play this game. Let's yeah, play strip trivia. Strip trivia. Strivia. And, and all the categories are like. They're misleading on purpose. They're yes. like. They're fourth down or fourth and long. Yeah. And who blew me? Who blew yeah, me? Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking. No, we're going to make fuck once I get all these fucking clothes yeah. off you. Would you like to make me a lady? Berserker. Yeah. Berserker. Jerk. Did you say Berserker? Berserker. Berserker. Wow. Wow. Damn it. Yeah. This guy. Woo. So. Yeah, they he they get him in there and 
he gets the first question wrong because right. of course because it's like what's the longest movement in Beethoven's Fourth Symphony and he's like what he's like ah, I don't fucking know that what the cock is this fuck yeah that you know <laughs> yeah when's the fuck time <laughs> Stifler's here and the ladies are like well we'll get started we'll take our tops off because that that's only fair right mm-hmm. so he, yeah he's like you know and so yes all those yeah they still have bras on of course well sure they've just taken their t-shirts off still. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so they're just going through all these questions that he can't answer. And he's just like, well, I guess it's just going to have to take it all off. And he does. Mm-hmm. And just flapping around in there for a while. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, you know what would make this even better? Secret beer. There's beer across the hall. You should go get it. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, totally naked. And they're like, no, you got to go naked because that's the game. And he's like, all right, whatever. So he goes to get the secret beer, but the camp nurse. Well, they'd lock him out first. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah. So he's like taking 20 minutes to find the beer. Right. Which the is nurse literally comes. across the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And the nurse is checking on everyone. And yeah. The nurse, by the way, is Ginger Lynn, who is a legitimate porn star. Was. Yeah. And this movie treats her like garbage. I don't understand why they've cast her in this movie. It just. The, she doesn't. They're even, like, oh, she's I mean, so ugly and weird. I, and, yeah. Like. I hate to put it this way, but she doesn't even get naked in the movie. No. You know, and it's kind of like if you're going to cast a porn star, they don't give much of a shit about getting naked. Yeah. So it's weird because she also doesn't really have any lines either. Yeah. So it's like, why? I mean, it's nice that you've cast her, but what is the purpose of Mm -hmm. this? I mean, the movie is just mean to her. Like even one of the files on Stifler's computer says something like, <laughs> nurse Doubtfire or something on her uh, file. That's it's, not nice. It's gross. It's yeah. it's so it's disrespectful. It is. She's really. a legend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. this woman paid her dues. Right. Show her some respect. She's got to fucking act a scene with you know fucking Stifler hanging out while he's sneaking back across the hall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but she goes and knocks on the door, and the girls are like, "Go away, fuckwad!" And <laughs> you know, she's like, uh, "Ladies, yeah." And they're like, oh, no, put her tops no. back on. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. the nurse. Yeah. So, of course, the one, the good girl, <coughs> Mandy, Mandy Knott. Yeah, Mandy Less. <laughs> you know, opens the door at the same time. Stifler opens the door across the hall with all the beer and mm-hmm. record scratch. Cut to them in Eugene Levy's office yelling at each other and right. him just being like, you guys have to get along. And Stifler is dressed in ladies clothes at this point. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they would not give him his clothes back. Yeah. So he had to put on like a daddy's girl tank top and boy shorts of some bullshit and and eugene levy i mean look as much of a horror as he is for being in this movie he's still doing eugene levy things that are helping his cause somewhat where he's just like so um it never feels like he's phoning it in no it no. just feels like nothing was written for him yeah he's just like like, like it was levy. like yeah it, it was like just deliver this stuff like <clears throat> you would say it but uh, the way the reason he works in the first movie in particular is because he's saying like the most uncomfortable things, but in the nicest possible way. <laughs> right. And they don't give him uncomfortable stuff in this at all. It's just he's like, he's just reacting. Yeah. Well, he's just look who he's talking to every single scene. You can't really, you can't make Stifler uncomfortable. He's yeah. a walking yeah. pile of uncomfortableness. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> you know, pretty much why it doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. work. Right. <laughs> Even though Eugene Levy is doing what you want him to do. He's yeah. just not given any his lines. With. He has a couple of lines that are pretty good, actually, as yeah. far as like uncomfortableness, but he gets no reaction because it's, you know, it's Stifler Jr. So mm-hmm. why right. does he care? Yeah, he doesn't. So, I mean, Eugene Levy gives him advice of like, yeah, you should go make friends now. 
That's what you mm-hmm. should do. So that'll he boost morale. Well, he's like, yeah, okay, so that'll that'll get me what I want. So I'll I'll do that. Mm-hmm. So then it's just I don't know. He puts the BD on, like run around. Well, wait, no. First, he doesn't get the code red first, right? Or did, what? Yeah, well, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> he gets a bunch the code of red from like a murder guy. <laughs> well, yeah, because like first he loses them points because he's not wearing the beanie and and because also the son of the beach guy is just totally up the ass of of Vanden Camp mm-hmm. right. because apparently his dad is the biggest donor to yeah. the camp as we find out later. So like you know he just follows his kid around kissing his ass. And so, of course, Stifler gets in an argument with him and won't wear the beanie and then tells him he's a fuck stick, shit rag, douche mm-hmm. cum, whatever. And, <laughs> you know, and so they lose extra points because there's, you know, as as all these things work, there's a point system going on. Yeah. Yes. Five points for Griffin. Yeah. Board. So they start out minus five, mm-hmm. you know, and then, of course, so this anger enrages all of the band kids. Yeah. They're kind of upset about it. Yeah. Who then kidnap him in the middle of the night. Which is basically the Asian kid and the black kid kidnap him and time to a tree. Like, yeah, time to a tree and like glue glue, glue the, the beanie, beanie to his head, his head. and shove uh, toothpaste up his nose. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they said it's not pepper spray, but it'll do. Yeah, and it, it, they're wearing disguises, which is funny because yeah, it's they're wearing pantyhose. Very clear like, them to him. Very yeah. clearly them, but. Well, the Asian kid has like everything, like his entire face cut out, right? Isn't that what it is? Or is he just no? He's just he's just like, got it, he's got it so tight. So you tight, can clearly, clearly see who he is. Yeah. <laughs> well, both of them and the giant and the black guy. kid's just the only yeah. black kid there. Yeah, so he's blind. Also, and he's also like seven six foot, foot tall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, six foot eight. Yeah. But yeah. So, but yeah, the next day he's like, guys, thanks, you know, thanks for everything. This is magical. I'm. It's all new me. Thanks for the code red last night. I feel so much better. Well, because he called after. Okay, so he there was a scene where, oh, it's, it's, fuck, just two or three dumb, stupid things happened. But it, it, at some point, he calls his buddies who are vacationing in Detroit. They call him. Right. They call him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's on the phone with them. They are partying hard in Detroit, mm-hmm. like at the finest clubs in, in Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, they're like, yeah, man, Detroit's awesome. We got fucking shot at already. Which I guess still existed in 2005. So it's it's a fun time capsule of a movie. No, his friends are dead. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. This is like, this is all in his head. This is why he goes to band camp. It's really all a metaphor. Oh, his friends died. They didn't go. They went to Detroit. Like 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 your dog dog went to the farm. They went to to Detroit. Detroit. They were partying in Detroit, which is slang for I no longer exist. Okay. And he he was dealing with it. The only way he right. knew how okay, by, so by going to band camp. He's imagining they went the this final con- eight mile. <laughs> right. He's having this imaginary conversation on the phone with them, and they're just like, "Bro, why don't you just like make fuck with one of the nice people and then th- get in that way, huh?" Yeah. And then he's like, "Yeah, bro, that sounds great. I'll do that." So then, like the next day, he's just like, "Gosh, guys, you know, let's all work together and do mm-hmm. things because we're a team and." <laughs> yeah, and he tries to learn how to march and somehow does like the worst impersonation of walking I think I've ever seen. I don't even know how it's, it's possible to I do gotta what admit, he did. It's kind of funny in a way that like I don't even know how you move your body like he was doing he, it. He looked like a horse trying to count. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a John Cleese Ministry of Silly Walks thing happening where it's just like, what? How are you d- mm-hmm. even? I, there's no way. But yeah, so he's trying to march in time and not even acting like a human. Um, and is 
Is this what and, leads and, to the drum off or whatever? Yes, because Vandenkamp comes up and is just talking shit. And, yeah. And he's been assigned the triangle. Stifler can't handle it. No. At all. And, no. and basically challenges him to a musical duel despite having nothing to back himself up. Eh, boy, he he's been, he's just, been given the triangle as his instrument. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> Toofy McBand face is up there. At, you know, just like banging away on drums, just be like, I am the fucking rat. Well, he's just got a snare drum. It's a marching snare drum. I know, That's but it. he is just, I'm well, the baddest motherfucker yes. on drums ever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Stifler gets up there with the triangle mm-hmm. and just basically just starts spinning it around. Is like, huh? Check this out. And yeah. people in the crowd are just like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you are the worst. Yeah. And if there's with one good reason, if there's one saving grace of this movie, it's that during the editing process, the ADR people were like, we're going to put as many ca- people off camera in this movie telling him he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just constantly just like, you're an idiot. You're the worst. Yeah. So that happens. And then, you know, guys just drumming away and, and Stifler runs off and Tim Stack is basically yeah, like round two of a not needed when he clearly completely has, unnecessary. Yeah. He just got fucking owned. Mm-hmm. And Tim yeah, it's two out of three, man, I guess. But whatever. Yeah. Band rules. And so Stifler runs off and Tim Stack is always, well, OK, I guess he disqualified winner mm-hmm. by forfeit. And then all of a sudden you hear bagpipe music and you're like, wow. And <sighs> Stifler comes in wearing a kilt playing bagpipes yes playing, playing uh, i think play that funky music let's be clear i don't think he's wearing a kilt i think he's wearing a tartan skirt that he found in one of the girls rooms because that's about the size it kind of it. looks like it yeah, yeah. it's it's a it's yeah. a schoolgirl skirt that he was like i will take this and yes. make it my own yeah so he either way comes in and jams on the bagpipes and then and everyone loves it and is singing along and well he's playing that funky music white mm-hmm. boy and, just, and and it's this is a 2005 movie and these are kids that are supposed to be like 16 everybody knows that's all those fucking white people know that song <laughs> I, I i don't think i'm gonna say no probably they, not i mean that song was yeah that they fairly they old when i was growing up and uh-huh. i still it's one of those songs that knew. because of like movies like this demonstrate because it's also in a hundred other movies just like, like this where it's just like right. when you get a soundtrack of just the most basic, like cheapest, whatever you can get n- nonstop played on the oldie station songs. I, yes. They're in all of these movies. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, I guess they win a point or something. Yeah. Well, he, when uh, I, does he win the, I guess he wins the competition back. Sure. They yeah. Make up the five. Cause everybody likes right. him playing the funky music as a white boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he, he is also recording people in the shower. Yeah, he set up cameras in the lady's shower and is recording them. So he's committing yeah. felonies. Yes, he he by sets the bucket load. He puts one camera in, and then gets dismayed when it, it starts up. fogging up. Right when the ladies are comparing vaginas, as you often do in well, the shower. It's, it's, they vag- were com- it's vaginal topiary is what they <laughs> yeah, were. Yeah, they're comparing their yeah. um, their stylings. They both went to <laughs> their ladyscaping. You know, they went to you know yeah. scissor hands and had various animals cut into. Yeah, them. one of them had a base clef, yeah. I think, and the other sure. Yes. How low can you go? An open note. <laughs> and so his roommate is like, you fucking idiot. You got to use the shower cam that says, you know, steam proof on mm-hmm. it. This one, the one that's clearly labeled shower camera. Yeah. For illegal activity. But, well, the reason his roommate finds camera. out about it is he Stifler is, has the laptop on his bed mm-hmm. and has put like a sheet around. So I guess so he can just jack the Stifler sausage <laughs> in peace, you know, and but there's this like so he can have himself a bone rodeo yeah <laughs> and there but there's two robot eyes 
going around the room. <laughs> right. That go under the screen and I'm looking at him yeah. and then eventually he sees it and it yanks the thing off and he's like, what the fuck is that thing? Right. And the roommate has a RoboCam little thing. Yeah, it's got control robot with two Dr. Robot. robot eyes. It has two eye stalks and the top of the eye stalks are what you think of when you think traditional round webcam. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, just and they're independent of each other. Right. They're constantly just like wild and crazy. They are both but, arms and but this is how eyes. the two of them bond is because the kids like I, I want to take it back a step. I'm like, I want to understand what the point of the dual eye stalks is on this robot. Like, does, why does it need stereo vision? So you can look at is it recording three D feet at the same time. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It seems a little, it seat. seems a little odd. <laughs> it is. No, in, I'm in in practical pre uh, oh, this movie purposes. I I who knows. All right. Guy was just like, why put one camera on it if I could put two on there? Yeah. I've got dual controls. So it was yeah, to they, make it more yeah. human, so it wasn't as alien and frightening. Yeah. So they bond over that. Yeah. And bond then, over that, and the other kid tells him, "Yeah, here. Why didn't you use the one that says anti fog shower cam?" Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, great. I didn't, I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. And he's like, uh, I like, I like crystal lightning. Hey. <laughs> and Stifler's like, dude, you got to like show her your robots. <laughs> yeah. And there's like this weird scene where the robot like brings her an energy drink. And she's just like, uh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the robots take the drink. Well, he's got a microphone. He's I like, know, but it's hello, it's, pretty lady. Take the drink. She's it's like, okay. oh, all right, cool, yeah. thank you, little robot. And the robot just <laughs> yeah, and then the robot away, just yeah. like Bling! the robot's like. <laughs> Next time, get in the van. Yeah, exactly. Just do whatever the robot Help says. Help me put this sofa <laughs> in. My arm is broken. What are you about a size fourteen? <laughs> do you use lotion? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess that's endearing. Because she keeps the pop top off of that and puts it on a necklace. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's what that was from. And soon yeah, so, they are in love. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm. There's a bunch of like everyone. Their their band is getting better. Stifler is still doesn't not really doing anything. Nope. He's just there bothering everyone. Mm-hmm. But he's trying in his own. Stifler Jr. Yeah. way. Because we eventually get a montage of like all the good times and happy stuff happening. And I, yeah. Whatever. Which is usually like practice, practice, practice. Weird, wild thing you would probably not have at a band camp. Like, you know. They have a lot of free time. Well, they have, for being they have, they have an they extraordinary have, amount of free time. They have foam party ba- uh, volleyball. They do. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, these are not things that anyone has, much less at a band camp. I, I've been to several camps throughout my youth. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember more than five minutes where there wasn't some wasn't someone up everyone's ass at all times. Like I just there it's not like in any movie about camp you see people are just strolling Wee! around having conversations doing whatever they want. No, you are like on a fucking leash all the time. Man, you went to shitty camp. Do a motherfucking I, craft. Uh, yes, so, exactly. Yeah. Make a wallet. Yeah, <laughs> hammer um, your name into your wallet. My <laughs> that kind of thing. My sister was in marching band in high school mm-hmm. and. Every year they had band camp during the summer yep. and it wasn't like go away to tall pines. You know, it was they spent like 12 hours a day marching in the parking lot at the school. Yeah. And being yelled at by the band director. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like the, the challenges these these schools are doing at band camp are like barely related to music. Some of them are just like paddle boat races and, you know, other just random camp events that don't make any sense at all. Mm hmm. 
But whatever. They have an extraordinary amount of free time to do whatever and have parties yeah. and just hang out and, you know, drink and foam party volleyball. That's yeah. All I'm yeah. Gonna say. yeah. And that's in the middle of the day. It's yes. not like they're sneaking around and getting away with that. It's just like, let's foam up the volleyball court and go at it. Um, yeah. Eventually he smuggles liquor in. Yeah. Says Puts time, in, time to get the roommate laid. Yeah. And with, it's like pours it in the smoothie machines. Like, all right, yeah. booze smoothies, everybody. Yeah, and, and and I guess they have a party where one of the counselor chicks, who's been naked frequently, mm-hmm. wants to show the black guy some moves, yep. some dance moves, and so he goes off in the forest, and Stifler has to follow them with night vision goggles and a camera. Right, and he does a crocodile hunter thing as he follows Too them. soon. <laughs> just through the woods, yeah. doing his bullshit, and then just fucking stalks them. While, you know, she gets undressed and I give credit to, you know, the dude, the the big guy in this scene, because he is reacting how you would react when someone of the stature is taking their clothes off in front of you, where he's just like takes her shirt off and he's just like, oh, wow, <laughs> that's fantastic. Thank you, ma'am. Um, and he's just all, I, I just want to respect you. And she's like, that's not what I want. And he's like, yeah. oh, boy. <laughs> Golly, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but so meanwhile, Stifler cannot this. handle this. No, and has to narrate from six feet away, hiding behind a thing while he's committing another felony. Let's keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone in this is in is underage, so he's creating underage pornography. I, I'm guessing well, that counselor. The, wasn't. Yeah, the ladies weren't. It was implied that they were from college. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, well, still, I know. Yes, black kid, not it, junior <laughs> going into senior year, right? Yeah, uh, and it's at this is it at this point he's already got the information from the Asian kid at one point that the Asian kid will fuck anything. Yes, including an oboe. Yes, and the Asian kid's like, "Yeah, man, you just fucking sauce that thing up and put your dick in it. It's fantastic." And Stifler's like, "Huh, all right, I'll file that away for five minutes later." Because mm-hmm. like, isn't it just basically like he can't handle watching all this happen, and then he's just like. I'm just going to go fucking oboe. <laughs> he sees the girl practicing the oboe right. as he walks by, and he's like, oh. Well, he's mad that everyone else is getting laid. Oh, okay, so he just greases up the oboe. Bone the yeah. oboe. Stifflers it. Mm-hmm. Which is weird he and gross. He puts gro- his stiff fuck in the <laughs> fuck bow. So, yeah. Yeah, fuck bow. So, <laughs> Do not try that variation on Tybo. <laughs> I assure you. <laughs> so he's doing this. You won't be shooting Billy Blanks. Let me be clear. He's fucking an oboe. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, it's a he tradition is in these movies. Fucking an oboe. Okay? Yeah. And then is he's having all like, oh, bo. Yeah. And then but is he realizes having, it's stuck. Yeah, he's having distress, and that's when the Asian kid walks in. He's like, Oh damn, you so gangster son. You need some help. <laughs> he's like, because yes. he's well, trying to his play reaction it. is I was just fucking with you. <laughs> he's trying to play it to get it off. Like to, to, to yeah. blowing well, through to it. To remove it. Yes. To not, remove the oboe's it, yes. not gonna get off. <laughs> The oboe is going to have a long shower after You don't know. That. You don't know how oboes feel about those things. I'm pretty sure this oboe had to be burned right after the film was done. <laughs> so, you know, they take him into the nurse's station again. And this is probably Eugene Levy's best work in the movie because he's just like, you know, my son. <laughs> or, no, he says, he's I like, know I, someone. A young man I once knew <laughs> yeah. had intimate relations with an apple pie. <laughs> so I guess that's what you kids do these days. <laughs> you you're, oh, you're overstimulated. Things. Yeah. With the MTVs. With the MTVs. <laughs> so they put him in an ice bath for this thing to get off of him. And basically, you just have to watch this oboe just 
fall out of frame for him mm. to go, ah, it's off. Was that a crescendo? Yeah. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> so. For crescendo. Yeah. Yeah. What else happens? Uh, uh, well, because of this night, they have this wild night and he's, you know, he's hitting on uh, Mandy less, you know, throughout the night. And she's mm-hmm. she's kind of drunk. And so, like, basically, he becomes friends with her throughout the night. And she's just like, you know, you're lucky I'm drunk because, you know, I'm drunk. So we can talk now. I don't I don't I don't completely hate you because of this. Yeah. So they kind of bond over the night. Next day, you know, it's post party. They're all wearing sunglasses. They're performing poorly on the field. Yeah. And so, like, you know, she's like, oh, man, we wasted a whole day of practice. We're not going to be ready now. Good job. You. Thanks, Stifler, for Mm. throwing a party and getting everyone drunk. Son of a bitch. Yeah. But, yeah. but eventually he takes over because like like as far as like getting them direction. He just starts barking at everybody. Yeah. It's like life or death. Come on. Get with it. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to grow a conscience because like at one point Mandy Les goes into the shower and he's sitting there stifflerizing in front of his laptop, like, oh, and then he's like, no, nah, I can't do it. I just shut this down. Mm-hmm. Um yeah and i guess this is when the cheerleaders show up well soon once, once they're the actually next, right so i mean like day. Is, he is he is like getting in with mandy less because she is succumbing to his bullshit well and, apparently they grew up together yeah they did and, and he did like, awful things to she's her like i know that grade. you're not always like this when you're alone you're not a complete piece of shit you're yeah. just trying to be the center of attention all the time right and he's like yeah you bet your fuck i am yeah. and she's like oh you uh and that just progresses into like oh let's make out and it's because because <laughs> crystal lightning has told her friend that uh you need to get laid and that will help you complete your your musical Your writing to get into the yeah. the music school and she's like oh you think so yeah. so they're like making out for half a second and she's like i got it and she runs away because mm-hmm. she's figured out the rhythm that she and he's like for. can we do this tomorrow? same time tomorrow yeah she's like, yeah tomorrow I'll, at sunset i'll meet you here mm-hmm. then the cheerleaders show up and stifler's me like hey you want to see all the illegal shit I recorded well, hey, I'm back to being well, a no, fuck they, dog they, they show hell dude yeah they show up and they're like what hey, you, you look like a fucking dork. What yeah. are you doing? It's like, I'm not a dork. And he's like, no, they made me do this. I'm like undercover. A, yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to record shit. Yeah. And and, and that's what to he basically felonies. says is yeah. <laughs> they do some crazy shit and I videoed all of it. And that's I've been pretending to be their friend. So I get all this crazy footage of. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we ever really mention like that Stifler Prime is, you know, like gone on to make a girl, basically a girl's gone, girl's wild, gone wild bullshit. That bullshit he's trying thing. to, he's trying to impress that. his brother, which yeah. who's not which in the movie. He keeps calling himself a filmmaker, which right. honestly, on. that feels like the most accurate thing out of all these American pie movies is, is that, that Stifler would to... become a girl's gone wild type bullshit yeah. person. Yeah. Well, except this is alternate universe because he comes back later and has nothing to do with any of that. Right. You know, oh, yeah. you watch the later movies. Eh, it, it's okay that they've decided this movie I'm didn't just, exist. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he's like, I'm a filmmaker and come check out my new film that I made with all these bandies gone mm-hmm. wild. Hey. Um, yeah, he shows it while... It's so strange. The cheerleaders like, fuck yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. They're really... <laughs> really? All right. It's like they're trying to make them more horrible than him. Kind of, it, but it's, what it it's, feels just, like. it's just odd. Cause it just all it does is revert Stifler back to full Stifler, 
<laughs> yeah, because yeah. he ditches uh, Mandy Lust, yeah. you know, on their second date. She's sitting out there with a blanket or whatever on the, you know, the dock where they were supposed to have their thing. And right. She's gone all out, and she's got, like, right. candles and fruit and shit. Yeah, because yeah. she's like, oh, he's come around, yay. She yeah. wore a pretty dress. Right. And she, he's showing the cheerleader the movie, and right. then... She walks in, basically. Or she's walking through the... Like, doesn't basically, like, there's everything start going wrong? some fucking shenanigans. Yeah, there's shenanigans. Well, yeah, because, because the other kid is trying to videotape the other counselors with his little moving robot. Oh, right. Well, yeah. he's originally, he's, so he's trying to videotape under the door of Stifler presenting his presentation. Right. He's like, what's going on? Like, what what's going doing? on? And, and then he f- has the robot flee. But he's also because, hearing him saying like, oh, I'm not with these band do- dorks and everything. Yeah, yeah. I was just doing it for this. So like he hears the, oh, my friend. The betrayal. Yeah, the and betrayal. then the, the nurse mm-hmm. comes in again and he, or somebody comes in and he bolts the yeah, he he rolls the, the robot, robot into the shower. Into the shower, more shenanigans, gawking, gawking, Nickelodeon's gack. Ladies comparing them, their vaginas again, and the robot, you know, doing weird like <laughs> placing itself to where it can see the things. It's doing its Johnny Five, yes, you know, shenanigans. Exactly. Uh, Johnny rolls five through to life, <laughs> like drops the towel on nice. Ginger Lynn again. Mm-hmm. Awkward for her. Yeah. Um, and then it just becomes a, like, everyone's in the same place at the same time. It's like, what are you doing? You know, cause yeah. Cause it, Mandy less comes back. This, this is okay. I know it had to be a plot point at some point, but look, if he had the moment of, I'm not going to keep recording my girl naked in the shower, I'm shutting this down. And now he is showing this pre-produced video he has made to these cheerleaders, mm-hmm. which ends with the footage of his girl in the shower. Like, why is that still included in your production? Yeah. He's I know. a fucking idiot. I know. He's dumb. I get it. But like, so she walks in and she's like, oh, my God, you fucking recorded me. Yeah. You're the worst. And we're like, yes, mm-hmm. he is the worst. Yeah, he's terrible. He doesn't deserve friends. Yeah. And Crystal Lightning is basically also there like to the the roommate. Like, did you help with this? And he's like, well, and she's like, well, I thought we were special and tears off the, the pop top. I had sex with you. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this. So, yeah, this is just the, you know, this is the end of second act crumbling it all together. Right. You know, thing, yeah. He, had a, he had a moment of trying to be a normal right. human being. It went horribly wrong. He yes. reverted instantly back to his shit heel self. And so the way this movie goes a little bit different than what you would normally see is like, <laughs> I, this is the crumbling part. You know, everything falls apart. Oh, we hate you. We don't want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. Pack up your stuff. Get out of here. All that kind of stuff. And they, the, the his band, his former band still goes out and performs and well, they're going to go perform. And like, he's like his one last ditch. Like, okay, I can save this. They're going to love me again. I, I, it just came to me. I, I have to use Epicac from the from the nurses uh, station. Yeah, I'll poison had, the rich kids that I had to use earlier because we've we've skipped things. Yeah, there was a bunch of bullshit where he's shit. there's just, dumb shit like where we've they talked about enough dumb shit. I'm just saying like they make yeah. him, they make him drink like they spit. empty the spit valves into a soda can and make him drink it so that he gets and finds so. out he finds out what Epicac is and yeah. so he's like pouring it into the to the rich kids drink thing. They've got mm-hmm. Gatorade bottle right. things and uh, he's like. It, like at the last second, the um, couple of kids see him from the from you know pouring or he's around the drink things. And they're like, oh, he's trying to do it again. So they switch it, end up basically poisoning themselves. They poison poison his band. Well, no, the 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 the, the two kids show up and they're like, I told you, man, I didn't want to see you here. Get the hell out! And he's right. like, all right, cool, man, I'm sorry. And so they're looking down. Like each flavor is assigned to a school, mm-hmm. and they're like, man, orange, that's so gross. Let's switch it with the grape, and then we'll drink that. 
Yep. And I thought it was because they were also thinking he might. He said they said something like, "Oh, not again," or maybe they, not again. And they didn't want to drink the orange. They wanted the grape. Okay, that's that's all it was. It was an innocent mistake. Because orange is for losers, right? So they take the poisoned grape is for closers. (laughs) They take the poisoned grape. Uh, Anyway, so yes, I mean, I'm just saying. The falling apart actually has them lose. Yeah. They lose to the rich kids. They lose to the rich kids. The rich kids win and the camp ends. And like, you're like, what? Well, like they lose, <laughs> you know, and like there's this prolonged sequence where, you know, Van Camp McDoucherton is like riding off in his limousine, like hanging the <laughs> hanging <laughs> yes. the trophy out the window going, losers, ha yeah. <laughs> ha, loser. Yeah. And the, the, that kid went the on main thing is, Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and the main thing is Mandy Less is trying to compete for this because she wants a scholarship mm-hmm. that will allow her to go to college. Yeah. The and, prestigious, whatever And it is. she even has a conversation with Vandenkamp where she's like, yeah, well, you know, you I know you want to win this, but you don't need the money. You get to go to college. He's yeah. like, yeah, sometimes it's not about money. Mm-hmm. It's just about wanting it. Yep. So fuck you. <laughs> right. And then he wins it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And good he wins him. it and leaves. Yeah. Good job. Stiffler. It's a good success right. story there. Yeah. And the movie, the movie does actually kind of fade it, out. It hits a point where you're like, holy <laughs> that shit, end? that's it. how they're going to end it. Like, is this going to pick up in the next movie? Like, they really have no third act. Here. Yeah. Which <laughs> would have been kind of amazing. It would have been pie redemption. But no, they, they go back to school and they're, they're setting up for the next year. Uh, it's, it's, he's at football practice and something yeah basically like you know all of his dude yeah. bros and the cheerleaders are there and they're well, like he's had the moment of i'm gonna delete all the right. illegal porn yes. on my computer well he does he <laughs> does the whole like i gotta watch it all one last time yeah because he's then, like he's like oh yeah <laughs> yeah but then when he's Make watching her he keeps rewinding it back yeah and playing it and rewinding it and playing it and then finally all it right. hits him yeah, yeah. This is probably not what good people do, is it? Yeah, I'll delete. I'll delete her. Yeah. Okay, then I'll delete my buddy having sex in the woods. I'll just control A and delete everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this is his moment of, hey, I'm a good person. Is right. right. Oh, I deleted all the porn I made of my friends. Yes. Without their consent. With, with none of their consent. Yeah. That's yeah. his. That's his that's... redemption moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he runs into the dude bros and the cheerleaders and they're like, man, you got to show us this footage. You got to put it together by now. And he's like, can't lead it all yeah. and of course they're like oh he's turned into a bandy you're nerd. a fucking nerd Dude, the girl is like offended oh, she's yeah. like you did what yeah she's the she's the angriest out of all i don't understand it yeah she's just super angry that all the illegal tit video is gone she's just yeah. like <laughs> she was so stoked to see it and then super yeah. pissed that it's gone i, I think i don't know whatever yeah exactly. she and him are kind of made for each other yeah they're they are they are. That's why he reverted back to himself the yeah. second she showed up. I, I think the implication really is that they're supposed to be awful, like the plastics and mean girls, where it's like, it's not about the fact that it's porn. It's like, oh, we are going to embarrass these. Them. Yeah, we're going to embarrass these losers so bad. Right. It's, you know, that's where I think her motivation for this uh, all is. Yeah, sure. It's it's still really awkward. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, but yes, I mean, so it, he... He like launches we, a way we to... don't like he's he goes and sees everybody except for Mandy less first and it's like you know he concocts this thing which we don't really see until we see like the fruition of it mm-hmm. because you know the movie's out of time now at this point so it's like wrap it up yeah and um there was a lady there there's supposedly a, the decision maker for whatever scholarship it is was at the thing mm-hmm. saw them d- do the puke performance and mess it all up and so he sent her a forged letter supposedly from this lady of Come on down here and talk. You know, we need to talk about the scholarship. Yeah. So, of course, she gets all dressed up and immediately goes down there and is like, 
oh my god, I got to make a good impression, and is G- immediately embarrassed. Gets gets to the reception and is like, yeah, you don't have an appointment with her. Let me, and she's like, what do you mean? I have this letter. Oh yeah, that's totally forged. That's not her signature. Yeah, let, let me let me escort you out of the building. Yes, security. <laughs> oh no, she doesn't have to get it because she hears him playing the, the, her song on bagpipes outside the door. And he's and she's so when like, she goes storming out, is like, what the fuck are you doing here? Right. Really, it wasn't good enough to. Fuck me over once you're going to come here and embarrass me like this. Yeah. And then the rest of the band comes around the corner playing her com- composition. Right. Of course, everyone from the building, including what's her face, important lady comes out is like, Dr. You know, it's like, like, you know, really, this is the strangest way I've ever heard of someone trying to get a, you know, an yeah. application in or whatever. But Please get the fuck off but my you're, lawn. But you're pretty good. So, you know, let's talk. You're like, approved. I thought you already said, what's his face got? He's like, nah, he. You know, he plagiarized the whole thing. Yeah, so. he, he ripped off his thing. So there was an opening anyway. <laughs> Welcome mm, aboard. Somebody right. should have ripped off Stifler's thing. And, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. That's basically the end. I don't know. They make up. They or, make out. Yeah. Yeah. They make up. She's like, yeah. oh, I forgive you for the felonies and the yeah. being a shitty person for the last several years. All. Poisoning everyone. <laughs> uh, ruining band camp. Ruining my life. Yeah. You're all right. Harassing Stifler. Gene Levy. Thanks. Yep. So then they go to credits where they show scenes in the side, you know, kind of like you do normally have bloopers or whatever. Yeah. These are scenes that are like deleted scenes of completely different stuff. Like this is like wake up or on Burgundy level of there was another movie here yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Cause every single one of them is pretty much not involving Stifler jr. They're right. like, it's else. all the it's, other characters who probably yeah. have their own nice little movie happening. Is it from the other movies in this no. four? Pack? No, 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 no. It no, was stuff deleted out barely of barely related. Any of these other four. Yeah, movies. they're, they're totally not even related. So this was just like other characters doing things and moments that were cut so they could have all stiffler all the time. Yeah. But, but these are complete... probably tested poorly with the like <sighs> shitty 16 You almost year old. wonder if there was like a full movie of stuff where stiffler was not the main character. It, yeah. Because it certainly like the way this footage plays out and how much of it there is and just other characters having personalities and doing things that don't involve stiffler that it really makes you wonder, like, was there another movie here entirely and they just abandoned it? kind of think there was. I kind of do. Yeah. But it's weird. And, it but, might be in all those fucking sweet extras that were on that DVD. DVD is loaded, my friends. Man. Pick this one up. Those were the days, huh? <laughs> even the we're worst like, movies Even a got... direct-to-video yeah. American Pie sequel has, like, 20 special features on it. It's jam-packed. Man, did that have director's commentary? I think it did, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I really? I might have to borrow that DVD just to listen to what that fucking guy has to say I'll about this movie. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's over. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. Christ. Thank fuck Christ. <laughs> no Stargrove. Nope. They, I keep, mean, they keep playing that one song from the yeah, end of the original Yeah, American I was going to say, the American Pie song is back, but otherwise, you know. <laughs> the American Pie song is well, back. They also had a couple really weird bad covers. Really bad covers. Like a Blink-182 song, I think. It was. It's cheaper to license a cover. That's yeah. why. Yeah, but I mean... It was bad. Yeah. They, they were, could have picked just a different song. They were like the producer's daughter's bands. But <laughs> they did have the original Touch My- I Touch Myself from the Divinals. Yeah, yeah. we didn't even oh, talk, about talk about that the, scene. Yeah. Where he jacks off into a suntan lotion container. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. How do we skip that? Because we didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. He jerked off into a suntan lotion container and made For three the, minutes. Yeah. Well, 
fantasizing, like, fantasizing about, about everyone at camp that would that had boobs, yes. including the dorky girl who really didn't have boobs. But well, that was mildly entertaining because she was not convincing in her sexy dancing. She was awkward. And, yeah, and it's also weird that that girl never had her moment of take the glasses off and be hot. Nope. <laughs> this there's another movie running underneath this movie. I swear to God, we just need to peel off all the Stifler bullshit <laughs> and see what actually this movie was about. See if we can find a PDF of the screenplay. Yeah. Let's not. Okay. And say we did. All right, fine. It's probably on the disc. So is it time to rate it? Yes. I can give us 3.14159 bags. What is that? Oh, round? snap. So does that round to three? High bags. Yeah, three bags. Okay. Yeah. They, they're, I will admit there were a couple things we laughed at, and usually it involved the Asian kid saying something inappropriate at the worst time, but in yeah. a good, funny way. But as it is, it's like one of those things that makes me wonder... It just makes me wonder if the original American Pie has as much like cringe worthy, just like shit. That's just like this is just not right. Like what you're doing is bad. You're bad people doing bad things. Yeah. And it kind of makes me wonder if it's just like the world has changed around these movies so much. Because I mean, this one's 11 years old now. Other ones are even older. So I don't know. But th- this guy's he's a complete piece of fucking shit. He is a piece of fuck, and he's a I fuck wish, douche, a fucking hell crap. I, I wish worse <laughs> things happened to him, because because I at least the movie like shits on him a bit too. But the reason the original American Pie movies work is because they had a heart where it was like, yeah, we're doing raunchy shit, but like they have the moments where the characters, you know, as cliche as they've become now, where the characters are like, no, really, I like I'm realizing I'm doing the wrong thing and I'm doing this for the wrong reasons and, you know, all that sort of stuff where right. it's like it gives the movie heart and it makes the characters feel like actual people who are aware that they're pieces of shit, except for Stifler. Yeah. So they've taken Stifler and made a different Stifler played by a less charismatic actor that is still a piece of shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think the thing that works about the original American Pie is. The original one was like, other than Stifler, all the dudes were kind of acting like dude bros around each other. Like they were like, oh, man, this bet we got to get laid by the end of the summer or whatever it was. And like they had that. And then when they were around the women, they would act totally different. Yeah. And yeah. So I think it worked because it was like, all right, I can kind of see that, you know, high school guys are just trying to show off to their friends. But other than Stifler, maybe not really like that. So it kind of let them redeem themselves. So, you know, somewhat. That they weren't assholes and mm-hmm. private, right? So to speak. Um, to that, and I mean, I don't know. There's nothing. I was just a, continuing your, your train of thought. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't really hate this as much as you guys did. I think, I think partially because I'm a sucker for the the, the quote unquote camp formula. Um, that just this formula like generally works. Like the, it, mm-hmm. you know, insert camp thing versus evil other camp or other part of the camp just just, just works for me. Uh, yeah, the Stifler kid's annoying. Um, I think it would have been interesting if it had been another movie with a little bit more of a an ensemble cast instead of just fo- focusing on him. Uh, I, I but I'm still I'm still gonna give it like two bags. But I mean, I think it's like <laughs> I, I just don't. I mean, you know, I felt like you guys were like thinking this is like the worst thing ever. I mean, it's just like I've I've seen way 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 worse. We've we've definitely seen worse. It was just particularly offensive today. I don't know. It's just. I, whatever we've watched a lot of vast agonists i just I, I find it funny that sudden, suddenly you care about the levels of legality and everything but other antagonists have kind of gotten off the hook that's all 
it's just like, something it's that other, we could latch on to well, because like, it's, it's funny. If it's in the 80s. It's like, haha, that's funny. Hello. It's great. You know, like, spy all you want kind of things. It's like, it's. I, is it just because of the proximity to that. now? I, no, I think this is just so close to our current era, like where we are having ESPN personalities crying on the stand because they were illegally videotaped. And you're like, wow, that guy's a piece of fuck. And then, you know, here's a guy in a movie doing it also. And it's like, it's not fun. You know, I mean, I, I would probably cringe a little bit going back and watching Revenge of the Nerds a little bit because they're running around, you know, oh, doing, they're, they're doing a panning raid. Terrible. And, yeah. yeah. It, where at the time I was like, oh, that's charming. You know, they just want to see naked ladies. But, you know, the naked ladies don't want to be seen. So I, I get that now. But I just think this movie and its technology are so close to where we're at now. It's just like. It's it's an extra level of gross. So also, you know, we can grow up and learn to be better people, and <laughs> and you know, yeah, discover that things are actually kind of gross, not cool. So, like violating someone's privacy in a really gross way. I think if the character had been more charming, or we, could have, we could have forgiven a little or bit. Or shooting a hundred dudes to. You know, what I I don't know. This, I, this, I this I, sudden morality is just very weird about this movie. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Well, he's a he's a piece of shit. All so right. I'm just it's we also, watch a lot of very questionable I, again, people doing a lot of very questionable things. We do it's, indeed. It's suddenly, funny. I usually so, suddenly we're social justice warrors yeah. for because of no. this it's, band camp. It's also <laughs> funny to latch on to because he's shitty and it's you know right. yeah. It's because he's so fucking horrible that it's like yeah okay this shit is more horrible because right. it's you doing it. All right. Yeah. If it's a person I like, then I'd be like. Yeah, you're so horrible, but ah. have a good time, you. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this guy, it's like, no, fuck that guy and everything he stands for. Yeah. Yeah. All so. right. So what was your rating? Uh, two bags. Okay. BJ. Uh, I I think I'm at about two bags, too. Two bags, too furious. Um, <laughs> I'm also at two bags, I, I should say. Okay. Um, ah. Mm-hmm. Don't watch this. This is bad. Why does this... I mean... Like has been said, there are a couple things that are that are decent chuckles, but man, what a waste of effort. Two bags. Two bags. It just... I don't know. It doesn't... It just didn't work for me. Okay. Uh, I can remember back to a thing we did last year where we watched a bunch of 1990 movies, and I can remember two things specifically. I remember... The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, where mm-hmm. I believe we all uniformly said, fuck that guy. Yep. And then Loose Cannons, where we were like, Dan Aykroyd, you were the worst. You were the absolute worst. I feel like that here. Mm-hmm. This guy is the absolute worst. I cannot fucking stand him. Like like I said earlier, I admire that he commits to his, his terrible persona, but just he just keeps making duck face and confused eyes and you know jim carrying into every scene you know just like it's like they just said watch the mask and then do that and that's all he does throughout the entire movie uh i will admit four or five times the movie made me legit laugh i don't know if it was because i was in so much pain from all of the other things (laughs) that weren't funny and it was just like that's mildly amusing and then it really tickled me but so i'm gonna give it four bags because I, I just fucking hell this thing is is it, it can't even do the camp stuff right like I just yeah. 
there are two things that you need in a camp movie. You need a, like a solid rivalry, which I don't think they establish very well or pay off very well. I did find it amusing that basically the rich kids win and that's the end of camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rich kids get disqualified off camera, off camera for reasons that are just like, oh, plagiarism. Well, anyway, you're in. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Um, but yeah, I just don't think it does any of the camp stuff right. It just it doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it does any of the American Pie stuff right. It doesn't feel like it does any camp stuff right. You know, and I like nudity. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of it, but it's just it's it's all set up in a way where it's just like, you know, when the girls are dancing around in the shower to to baby got back, it's like, no, 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Someone did not speak to a lady and find out how they behave in the bathroom. So it's just it's just all kinds of wrong. I did laugh four or five times, but. Are you basing this on all of the times you've watched ladies in the bathroom with hidden cameras? Yes. <laughs> I'm just curious. All what, my files suggest other behaviors. Uh, right. <laughs> this I'm just is curious not what, what, what you're basing on this, this on. You, you don't know that there's not my a perception synchronized of humanity. Sir <laughs> mix a lot yeah. in the bathroom. Hunch. Listen, call it a hunch. Our understanding of women is that the majority of them don't want to be naked or seen around anyone else. Right. Ever. No. Especially not to check out my yeah. vagina. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Hashtag confident vaginas. <laughs> Thanks, Stifler. <laughs> Thanks for inventing sure. hashtags. And oh, five new strains of, of SATs. Hashtag asshole. <laughs> let's get out of here. Hash holes. All right, let's take a break, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Welcome back. Hey, Bamfcast, hey, second half, number two of two, second half, to be followed by the end. Were you looking at me? Like, am I the only one that watched movies? You so, are. Yeah. Did you watch movies? All right. Well, then I guess I'll be very brief so that we can get to some correspondence and move yeah. along with our lives. Oh, yeah. Um, I recently took a detour into the world of HBO Go slash Now to see what they had offering out there in their movies. Uh-huh. Um, and I noticed uh, that the Mackie recommended uh, What We Do in the Shadows was out there. So mm-hmm. I decided to watch that. Um, yeah, I agree. You should probably watch that movie. It's it's one of those like it's a mockumentary movie, but like not quite some so much in in your face version like Spinal Tap. It's just kind of like at a certain point you kind of forget that that's the premise of the movie until occasionally they're like they reference the camera people or like yeah something like that where you just kind of oh yeah that's right it's they're doing the found footage slash documentary mm-hmm. thing here I forgot you know because the movie it, it never really has like the like pop up things all the time to remind you like that's what it is or mm-hmm. thing like that so um, their performances are funny and I, I like that they basically capture every type of vampire myth there is kind of in it, mm-hmm. you know, just like all your various assorted vampires are covered in this. And, you know, the jokes are made about various, you know, all, you've got your Nosferatu style, you've got your Vlad the Impaler, you know, punk rock vampires, all that shit is in there. You know, so it's, it's just, it's a, it's a funny, charming little movie. It's way more violent than I was expecting, which is good, but yeah. it, it, it just, it plays like it needs to, you know, but yeah. it's so weird. That guy's making Thor three. It just yeah, it makes no a, sense to me that that's that's a that's a bit of a jump, yeah. I suppose, but 
Because this, because that movie feels. I mean, that movie has special effects, but it feels so low key and like uh-huh. not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got God, jokes. Yep, it feels so subdued. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, in that regard. But yeah, that movie's great. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, while while I was there looking around, I decided to uh, watch a movie that somehow all these years I've avoided seeing. That I was just like, all right, I guess it's time because it's here, and why not? I watched the movie Smoking Aces or Smoking, Smoking, yeah, Smoking gotta Aces. I believe respect that apostrophe. Is, yeah, gotta okay. respect the apostrophe. All right, I had never seen that movie, and I was like, all right, let's just let's see what this is all about. This has got a whole <laughs> bunch of people in it, including some people that are more famous now than when they made the movie. Right. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, uh, this movie. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's one of those. It's well after the the you know the let's copy Pulp Fiction yeah. train had passed, but so it, but it still felt like it was. I felt like this was more like let's cap let's capitalize on the um, you know the second wave like let's ride the lock stock you know mm-hmm. snatch kind of thing. This is more like the second coming of the the Tarantino fast talking crime caper things. Um, it's a pretty good movie. I I did like how it kind of comes together by the end. Um, it's weird because. There's very uneven uh, levels of performing in this movie. Like, there's some people that are really into it and really giving really like excellent excellent performances, and then there's other people that are just miscast and like kind of don't give two fucks about being there. Example. Well, like J- Jeremy Piven is in it, and I say this because I mean I'm sure you're probably gonna like your initial reaction is to groan, but like he fucking goes all out in this movie and like in a really good way like in, in a subtle way he's weird how he picks his spots for that sort of thing. yeah like i mean like this is like he's kind of like the main focus of this movie he's the guy that like all these people are after in this movie mm-hmm. and he just plays this guy who's you know starts the movie like i'm i'm the best i'm badass i'm cocksure and i'm just walking around like nobody can touch me and then by the end it's just like when he realizes the doom that's coming down upon him he just goes down this drug spiral that's like the kind of shit you'd see in goodfellas where it's like holy fuck dude like by the end of this movie it's just like how much like you had to have done actual cocaine right i mean that's (laughs) that's the only way you could be doing this right now Uh um on that note how's ray liotta which Ray Liotta do we get in this one? Yeah. You get somewhat subdued Ray, Ray Liotta. No. Um, I mean, he plays a good foil to Ryan Reynolds because they're kind of partners in this. Mm-hmm. So like he lets Ryan Reynolds do the crazy and he's just kind of like the sane one. So, which is fine. I mean, the thing is like this movie is such an ensemble piece that like you don't get a ton from any one person. Right. So like even if like someone's bothering you, it's like, well, they'll just be gone in 30 seconds because we'll move on to mm-hmm. what other storyline. But... T- the bad side of your example, like they, they, they try to do some stunt casting. Like they put Alicia Keys in this, and she's not awful, mm-hmm. but it's like next to some of the other people, it's just like, all right, you know, you're obviously not acting is not your first game here, right? You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Especially like because like they partner up with um, Taraji P Henson, who was in like Hustle and Flow and mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff, and like she's like, like giving a great performance. You know, like like it, it's funny to me, like because like people are giving like really good performances next to people that are like barely caring, kind of thing. Gotcha. So. That's what makes it a little uneven, but in the end, I liked it. I mean, it's it's Joe Carnahan, so you know you're going to get some at least some well filmed action kind of stuff. So I, I would say it's a a novelty piece, and it, it is kind of one of those ones you can watch now and go like, oh hey, you know, like Chris Pine's in this doing crazy, you know, redneck thing like before mm-hmm. he was Captain Kirk, you know, where you can go like, oh hey him and he's yeah, do, he's doing a nutty thing. Here. You scroll through this cast, it does not stop. No. Like it never gets to a point where it's like, okay, I've never heard of any of these people. It just keeps throwing names at you, right? Huh. 
So yeah, I mean it's it's out there. It's on HBO Go slash now. They're on demand stuff. Whatever whatever flavor of you of it you have. And I always get this movie mixed up with Lucky Number Eleven. Yeah, that's not really an ensemble piece. I think they have similar box art. I, right. Something about it. Those two movies like came out around the same time and just was like, hey, these are this, people this who don't better. normally make those wacky crime movies. This and... is better than that. Okay. Not, not that that was bad, but this is better. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd say watch it. I mean, you know, just be ready for ultraviolence. Plenty yeah. of fucks said and yeah. all that. And given. And given. Yes. <laughs> cool. Well, glad to hear it's on HBO Go at least. Mm-hmm. So I'll check it out. This is one of those. I think they yeah. made a watered down direct to video sequel type. I game. saw that. Yeah, yeah. Man, if, if you made a it. movie in the in the mid to late nineties and the early two thousands, you were getting a watered down direct to video sequel. Yes, with nobody from the original in it, but called American Pie presents Bandcamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So you guys want some emails? Sure. Sure. Well, you like that? Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm I do will it. take an email. Eh. I love emails. Uh, just one or two to start off, and we'll see where it yeah, goes. Yeah, ease us in. All right. Oh. Okay. I can make that happen for you. <laughs> uh, first one up's from Chase, like the landmass island. Mm-hmm. And this is his urban martial arts movie follow-up. So he says, hey there, Banffcast dudes. It's Chase, like the landmass island here. Since I last wrote in early December regarding Jet Li's U.S. movies, and more specifically the post-Matrix fad of urban martial arts movies, I've done my due diligence slash dirty work and watched Romeo Must Die, Exit Wounds, and Cradle to the Grave. Mm. In watching these movies and what little bonus material the DVDs contain, I learned all three were churned out by the Matrix producer Joel Silver and Polish director Andrzej Bartowiak. Have fun pronouncing that. They're an interesting trilogy to see in succession since they have very similar casts and all force feed the viewer ridiculous helpings of bad wire work, CGI, and hip hop. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> I had previously relayed that they were all too long for the Bamcast treatment, but after seeing them, I take it back. In my opinion, I think I stumbled upon an overlooked gem in Exit Wounds, which I will suggest you make an 11-minute runtime exception for. I don't disagree. Yeah. Let me attempt to sell you. It features a skinny-ish but pushing 50-year-old Steven Seagal being forced to do wire foo, including jumping over an oncoming Ford Taurus. A surprisingly deep supporting cast featuring Bill Duke, Bruce McGill, Michael Jai White, Jill Hennessy, and a horribly ADR'd Eva Mendez. Mm. Ridiculous comic relief, in quotation marks, from Anthony Anderson and Tom Arnold. And most importantly for a Bamcast-worthy movie, a metric ton of shootouts, car chases, dumb fight sequences, and explosions! <laughs> All that rambling to say, it hit the sweet spot for me, and I think it might possibly do the same for you. Crash and burn, except for my magical decoding glasses. Sorry, I just watched National Treasure for the first time. <laughs> this email's on the back of the Constitution. <laughs> that email was trying to tell us something. <laughs> I think it was trying to tell us to watch the Joel wounds, Silver yeah. Exit Wounds and stuff. Yeah. yeah, Exit Wounds is all right. It's I think it's like the last not Romanian yeah, we've <laughs> Steven always, Seagal movie. I, I seem to remember you mentioning Exit Wounds as like, stop watching Steven Seagal if it was made after this movie. I, I think that might be the uh, <laughs> the line of demarcation. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, you, it, it's still strange. We've only watched two Seagal movies. He has 150 movies. And it feels like we've watched a lot more. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Huh. It really does. <laughs> uh, so you want to do a voicemail? Sure. I thought we were doing emails. This is a we're special. doing both. This is one with it's like an email, but with words. Ooh, like uh, spoken words. Okay. Yeah, words over suckers. It's like beat emails. Hey, Bamcast, it's your buddy Kent in Indiana calling about uh, your most recent episode that I've been listening to. It's probably not the most recent episode when you play this, 
but uh, sweet Jesus, preacher man. <laughs> and uh, it reminded me, just one of the plot points, the, the sort of taking over the role as a preacher, reminded me of a movie called Divine Enforcer, which doesn't star, oh, it does star somebody. It stars Jan Michael Vincent and Eric Estrada. They are neither one the Divine Enforcer. Uh, it's got kind of a kung fu priest uh, taking on a Hannibal Lecter-style wannabe killer guy. It's not a great movie, but there are some ridiculous points uh, featuring the great phrase, God forgives, but I don't. I think that was later reused for the film Machete. Uh, maybe Quentin has seen this movie. Maybe he just saw the trailer. That's all you really probably need. Uh, anyway, just thought I'd drop you a line and uh, and mention that movie, Divine Enforcer. I think it was ninety one, ninety three, somewhere in the golden age. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right. Well, peace. Uh, that's all I got. Nothing more. <laughs> Crash and burn. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, two things. Two things. One ninety two. Okay, so you danced around. He it. was right in the middle. Mm-hmm. The other thing. Jim fucking Brown is in this movie. What? You lead with that. Mm. Yeah, burying the lead. Jim Brown and Don Stroud and Robert Zadar. Dude, hold on. You did not sell this movie properly. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah, I think it that's, sounds a, like I think we're that's a bingo this. on the Banffcast card right yeah, there. Yeah, that's 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 a bingo right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. 90 minutes. Uh-huh. Sold. Uh-huh. Sold. We're doing it. Yep. Put it on the schedule. From the writer of Hell Comes to Frogtown? Put it on the <laughs> schedule. <laughs> Patreon followers will find out. I think that's a lock. When we're doing it. <laughs> Let me write that down. <laughs> not, not to spoil it. I, I know you guys paid to find out early what movies we're doing, but uh-huh. I'm spoiling it now. Yeah. We're doing that one. Yeah, that's that's happening. Not next week. But no, no, soon. no. We got a yeah. plan. All right. All right. <laughs> Chuck is literally adding it to the list as we speak. All right, uh, so next one up is from uh, David, who says, Hello, Banffcasters. I know you get a lot of suggestion emails, so I thought I'd throw you some topics instead. Mm. Lately, I saw Gods of Egypt. It currently has a 12% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and generally has been given bad reviews. I thoroughly disagree with the rating and a lot of the bad reviews. It seems most people who reviewed got mixed up and thought they were seeing The Godfather. The purpose of the movie was to entertain and have fun, both of which I did. So why do so many people base going to movies based on critics reviews i used to but after loving a slew of movies they hated i stopped the other topic is whitewashing in movies my two cents are if it is based in reality and or and on real or perceived real events whitewashing should not be used but in a movie like gods of egypt it doesn't matter there is basically no sense of real life at all it's pure fantasy plus you might as well hate all those movies from the 60s and 50s if you hate whitewashing because hiring minorities for film roles wasn't illegal or anything they just didn't do it they were perfectly aware of what they were doing. Sorry for the long email of the podcast and generally want to know what you think. Crash and Burn David sent from Tron's personal diary. Uh, on the second point, it's 2016. You can find Egyptians to play Egyptians. End of story. There's no excuse anymore. Yeah. I understand the studio mentality of you got to have stars in a big budget movie to make your money back. Mm-hmm. But you've got to make stars who aren't white people. Yeah. So that you can make a movie like this somewhat authentic. I get the point of this movie's total fantasy and bullshit, so what does it matter? But I just think we're at the point where if you're making a movie set in Egypt, you could have some Egyptians in it. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah. have <clears throat> Right. 
you know i it just the days the days of it being okay to cast uh uh john friggin wayne as genghis khan yeah. are mm-hmm. far behind us right make a star make one charlie chan that yeah, sort of shit is here's the thing like a movie like gods of egypt when you look at the trailer you don't go oh man i wonder who's in that you go look at this crazy shit yeah <laughs> who cares if the if freaking jamie lannister is in it right you know, Gerard Butler, fine, whatever. He loses an eye in this one, not a hand. Yeah. I, that, that was honestly, when we watched the trailer, my wife and I were like, is he just going to lose body parts in every role Only he things takes? he has pairs of, though. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. But, yeah, I I, I think it's, it's dumb. I, I think either way, I, I mean, I understand, yes, you cast the best actor for the role. And you also, you know, and eventually marketing comes in and says, well, we have to have someone marketable, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like there really shouldn't be as many excuses as there are right now. And that's really the big thing is it's like, yeah, it was okay in the 60s because that's how the 60s were. And it wasn't okay, but that's why it happened. Yeah. And I'll admit, aside from London Has Fallen, which I want to see, I don't particularly care to see Gerard Butler in anything. Yeah. He's not someone I look at and go, oh, man, the next Gerard Butler movie. Fuck yes. Is that a really, really a marketable name? I, I they're still riding the 300 train with him. It's not like he has had like all just these consecutive hits after it's oh man. Gerard Butler is just a huge megastar. I, I don't get it because like right after 300, he kind of became doughy and beardy. <laughs> and it's just like, well, I mean, he was I yeah. understandably fucking ripped. No, I know. Movie. I'm just saying like afterwards, it's like he's no longer anything what he was in 300. Yeah. He went mm-hmm. Russell Crowe pretty quick. Y- yes. Yes, he, he did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and Russell Crowe now at this point is just like, I don't know why people are casting him either. He just doesn't seem like he gives a fuck about anything except mm-hmm. eating. Right. <laughs> I still think on the opposite side of that, I still think the funniest thing I ever read was somebody doing the opposite version of that, where they were chastising uh, them casting Rami Malek. In the uh, it's one of the Night at the Museum movies as oh, an Egyptian oh, character, yes, yes, they're like, "Oh, we can't funny," and it's like the dude's Egyptian, yeah, like actual yeah. Egyptian, yes. heritage, <laughs> yes. Like, I, I still think that's like the funniest thing ever. Someone yeah. calling them out on that. Oh yeah. yeah, that was that was a pretty good internet slapdown right there. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, but it's sad that that's the that's the guy I, you point to. It's like, sure. oh, we've gotten Egyptians. Like, oh, for fuck's sake, we need more than just to point mm. to this guy from Mister Robot and say we've got an Egyptian over right. here. He can't yeah. do everything. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Oh, he was busy, so we had to cast Gerard Butler. And the problem also... (laughs) Well, there's no more Omar Sharif to get. Well, I guess that's true. The problem also becomes that when you have a character that people think is white and gets played by a black actor or otherwise... Oh, yeah, it goes the other way, too. The internet loses their shit completely. You know, like like uh finn in star wars when that was when that first came up i was like no no they're, they're clones they're all white guys you can't do this yep you know and it's like fuck you fuck off white guys huh i'm pretty sure what's his face and i whatever yeah, all right you know what i mean yeah i know <laughs> yeah. Like, basically it can't be a black yeah, guy Django because this. not a white yeah, guy he was yeah. i don't know Django, what his yeah, origin he was, was. Not a black guy so grr. Yeah. yeah he was on the acceptable spectrum of brown i, I guess, guess whatever well, that, that was like the yeah but also like the little girl in the first hunger games movie like it's oh, never yeah, really it was... specified what what uh race she is in right. the books right but when people, people found out she was black they were like she was white when i read the book yeah. you know and it's like well was she you know but were... people love to lose their shit over that yeah and that's what makes it feel worse is it's like 
well, you know, they cast a white guy because they couldn't find anybody else to do it. But, you know, when they cast a black actor or anything else, people are like, no, you, you should have found a white guy, yeah. you know, and that's what makes it feel worse. The the one that I've heard lately and uh, uh, confirmed by uh, – so they're, they're making a Dark Tower or something. I can't remember if it's a movie or a yeah, series. Yeah, I was about to ask, are, are people losing no. their shit over that? No, because they better no one... not be, because I will murder them all there, with there my were, left goddamn no. hand. I started to see some typing that you could see the sentence of, hold on, Idris Elba dot dot dot, and then the internet was just like, you shut yeah. the fuck yeah. up right now. How dare you? Yeah. You do that is you do not besmirch Idris Elba for any casting whatsoever because everyone wants him casted. I think Idris Elba will come to your house and punch you in the mouth. Fine. I'm good, I'm good with that. <laughs> do it. So I'd do it for the fine. I, I think 99%. I, I think like casting directors are probably trying their best. I think it's a level above Some them, of them where, well, I think there are some that who ma- managed to get the right ideas through and get stuff done. And then I think there's just a layer of corporate bullshit above a lot of them where it's just like, no, no, get Gerard Butler and, you know, the handsome guy from Game of yeah. Thrones, because that's who the ladies want. Well, yeah. And I'm sure that they the directors have to, and casting directors have to make a lot of deals. Yeah. They have to go. All right. Well, you know, we want this guy, this guy and this guy. And they right. go, well, you can have you could, one. you get one of them. But I and need Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler is this guy. <laughs> yeah. And that's not negotiable. Yeah. So I, I think it ends up a lot like that. Yeah. As far as his first part goes. Sure. Like some filmmakers know what movie they're making. Mm-hmm. Some studios know exactly what movie they're making. I, you know, like horror. I haven't seen it. Obviously, we have, I yeah. mean, none of us have seen Gods of Egypt. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm giving it one star. OK, that's that's good. Yeah. But you should tweet that. I'll give it another star maybe later. When you see it? Yeah. Okay. Like like it's it feels like horror is the only genre that gets to just I don't want to say get a free pass, but like general film critics are just completely ignored when it comes to horror. Like you know, they made seven saw movies. I don't know which ones are good or not cuz I've never seen any of them. Mm-hmm. But they kept making them because people kept watching them. Same with Paranormal Activity. Critics probably gave all of them 3 stars at best. Yeah. Ever. You know, but fans like fans of that stuff, you know, and I hate the term fans of the genre, but fans of certain genres understand what they're getting into most of the time. And something like Gods of Egypt, it's like, yeah, it's a dumb CG fest of just crazy fantasy stuff, you know, and critics, they the problem with critics is they have to see everything, mm-hmm. you know, and that really messes that'll mess you up. Well, that, that'll keep you from giving good grades to things. Yes. I, I Look, the critics scene scape, whatever, has changed a tremendous amount since about the year 2000. And I'm coming from a place where I was in that field for a mm-hmm. while. There's a thing now where people say critics and you still think of that to mean like your local newspaper critic yeah. or the local wire critic or someone on the weekend TV show who reviews a movie. That's not what it is anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's so many sources for it and personalities and, you know, it, it's not just guys in tweed jackets, you know, who really want to be at the theater with a little pin light. Yeah. You know, who really want to be, you know, directing on Broadway and shit going to see Friday the 13th part seven. That's not happening anymore. You've got people who really want to just love movies. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the most disheartening thing is like these critics who have been working like forever and ever and ever come out at the end of their tenure and are just like, I never wanted to be Time Magazine's movie critic. I hated every second of it. All my reviews are bogus. Fuck all y'all. I retire. 
You know, it's like, good Lord, <laughs> what on earth? Yeah. You just don't have that anymore. You've got you've got enthusiasts writing about movies now and you can find sources for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, it's all a race to the toilet, basically, in terms of like who can shit on something more. As soon as there's a whiff of something like as soon as Gods of Egypt was like, hold on, they're white. The Internet was like, fuck that movie. Like right away, just like no. Nope, well, I think go it was to hell less movie. that and more. Just you look at that preview and well, it, sure, it looks like dumb. it looks dumb as shit. Yeah, it does, which is fine. Sure, you know, like it. You make the movie for your audience. I know, but you you get that one little hook that you can sink your teeth into, and it's not just like, well, that looks dumb. It's like, hold on, gods of Egypt, white guys, fuck everything about mm-hmm. that movie. I'm going to rate it worse than Adam Sandler's last movie because I can. And I'm an internet critic. Grr, so I mean, yeah. You have to find like the people who aren't total fucking assholes about everything. And that's really what it's become for me as far as reviews go is whose opinions do I like? You know, who or who generally writes a good review and writes something interesting about about a movie even if they don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. The Score for Gods of Egypt on Rotten Tomatoes is twelve percent from critics, right, mm-hmm. and forty eight percent from audience. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I just, I, my only just, basis is I saw the trailer was like I don't want to see that CG piece of garbage, and then it was even sadder to learn that Alex Proyas directed it, and I was like, what have you done with your career, right? Well, it, I mean, I'll fully admit his with career's that, gone bad. Yeah, well, like, it's. Like, like, like it's, knowing that it started isn't... strong and then it was like it got a little weaker then it got a little weaker then it got real weak and then it got a little better and then it got super weak. I mean, Gods of Egypt is that kind of movie that as soon as it's on cable, I will record it and watch it because, you know, that's what I have cable for is the, the catch all for all the movies I don't feel are worth paying for anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I'll see it at some point. It's probably going to be like Pompeii where it's like, this is really dumb. Might be yeah. OK. And like, honestly, I think some filmmakers know they're making like a an FX cable Saturday afternoon movie. Hey, they have the movies. Yeah. (laughs) But, but like they know like this shit's going to run on cable for ages. Yeah. And they're fine with that. You know, they know more people are probably going to see it because of that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but yeah, Yeah, they made two two of those CG clash of the Titans movies. So they did. I was shocked. They made that second one. Like why? Second one's better. Yeah, second one was better. I know, but it just seems so odd that Crash of the Titan or Clash of the Titans came and went, and everyone was like, "Yeah, all right, well, that was a thing." Mm -hmm. And then they're like, "We're making another one," and everyone was like, "Honestly, I think the only thing to save that was like all the famous people as the gods." Yes, because like the other people were like, "I don't know who the fuck you are, and I don't care." Yep, (laughs) exactly. I can't tell one of those people from another. Like, I know it's. Yeah, something please, and over there is yeah. <laughs> Anesta Store. I'm something please. <laughs> some, something that's going to cure your allergies. God, son of that god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, that it's also part of it is just that Rotten Tomatoes is not the best system, because yeah. a middling review, where does it end up? Yeah. You know, sometimes it ends up on the positive, sometimes it ends up on the splat or whatever they use. Yeah. But I, it's it's the whole Metacritic thing as well, where it's like everything gets reduced to a yes or a no. Right. There's no in between where there's plenty of movies that, you know, that we watch where we're like, yeah, you can do a lot worse, but you can do a hell of a lot better. But if it's on TV, we'll probably watch this, mm-hmm. you know, like like I think we said it was like with uh, I Frankenstein. We're like, you're probably going to see this on FX two years from now and be like, eh, eh, if the, that was 
kind of cool. Yeah, you know, catch it wasn't forty like, minutes of it and go, yeah, yeah that might have like, yeah, been all right. Fucking Superman punched a gargoyle. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, but we're not going to be like, man, set your DVR. You know, but Rotten <laughs> right. Tomatoes wants either set your DVR or fuck that thing. Yeah, and it doesn't want the hey, if it's on, man, you're going to fucking watch it. It like there's no there's no Chuck Fine section. Yeah, there really is no Chuck Fine. <laughs> yeah, section. it's called the garbage section. No, no, no. I would say it's more the core section. I like the core. I, exactly, as in the center of the no, as in the tomato? movie the, with Hillary Swank. Oh, the the core section. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the movie where they dumbest go, they, fucking yes, they the best to, movie in the world. They, the one where they go to the center <laughs> of the earth to find out if the core and Hillary Swank are hot or not. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, found God. out that yeah. the core is hot. Right. Hillary Swank it depends on the moment. Still undecided. Yeah. Hey, they land a space shuttle in the L.A. River. But my point so. is, is like yeah, do. it doesn't account for movies like the core where you see the trailer, you're like restart the earth. Fuck you. <laughs> and then like later you're like watching it on FX and you're like, this is all right. Yep. And then you're like watching it again. It's like, this is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. Then, like third time, like I fucking love this movie. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. Yeah. That's my love affair with the core. Right. Yeah, like, like there's no way to make <laughs> like, a distinction between, Hey, this movie's good. And Hey, this movie's entertaining. Right. Yeah. Cause those are two very different things. A lot of the time. Absolutely. The core entertaining is shit. Is it good? Nah. Yeah. Hackers. Entertaining as shit. Is it good? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to continue to go to bat for hackers. Right. Um, backers. Yeah. Thanks, to all our hackers, backer. thanks to all our Patreon backers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think part of, the, part of the issue with that is that we have this like, we have this weird American school system version of what a percentage is. So, like, oh, anything right. under a 64% is fucking failure. Yeah. So... Whereas if a movie is more than 50% good... It's, it's, it's good. And there's something good yeah. there. Mm-hmm. If I get, if I say that movie's 51% good, you should watch that movie. Yeah, it's... It's <laughs> it's more well, good it's not than quite, bad. It's not quite Chuck Fine, or it's... It's, it's better than, than It's better than Chuck it's Fine, good. but... Chuck Fine's like 80%. Well, and everyone... No. no, Chuck Fine <laughs> is like 45%. No, Chuck Fine is like yeah. 30% at best. Yeah. It's pretty low. I'm not debating this with you again. Chuck Fine is like, I walked into the movies and (laughs) they didn't immediately punch me in the testicles. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I was able to watch the movie unmolested. It was Chuck Fine. Nobody poured a bucket of semen on me. It was Chuck Fine. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that. Okay, sure. Yes. That's my preferred theater experience. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody (laughs) threw a bucket of semen on me. (laughs) That's really the best. It was a good movie. No one ejaculated in my sunscreen. Every movie I've ever seen has been Chuck Fine. Yeah, it's been too. at least Chuck yes. Fine. At, at least, least Chuck uh, Fine. Yes, if that's the criteria we're using now, I can say 100. Yeah. percent The Chuck Fine but bucket of semen. I, I also oh, find Lord. it like I think Chuck bucket. I don't know what it is about. Maybe it's it's the internet or what. But I think everyone needs to get kind of divorced from the idea of like this two hours is so precious that I cannot give it up for something I might not like. Or, you know, my $15 at a theater, like, oh God, if I spent that $15 and I didn't like that movie, then what have I done? This is, you know, and it's like, don't eat at Subway for a couple days. There's your 15 fucking dollars. I'll never understand it. I'll never understand it. People who smoke on a daily basis will be like, (laughs) I don't know if I want to go see that movie. It's like, you're taking a fucking, you're putting cancer in your face. (laughs) 
and but also you're spending... worried that the next Saw movie may not be the best use I, of your time. I, I, also spending you. like between six and twelve dollars a pack too, yes, which exactly. is the cost of a movie. Yes, I, I think even better is the people who are like, I don't know, seven Fast and Furious movies. I don't think I can pay for that. It, and yeah. man, that was the worst movie ever. And then later that night, it's like shot, shot, shot. Woo! Yep. <laughs> like it's like really. Yeah. Yep. Can't believe I spent fifteen dollars on that. Well, all right, yeah, yeah. Do you it, remember the other hundred and fifty dollars you spent later that night? It, the perception no. of value has gotten really strange yeah. when it comes to entertainment, especially. Yeah, but we really like everyone needs to divorce themselves from the idea that like, oh no, if I've wasted this two hours, I'll never get it back. It's like you don't get it back, but who cares? Did you take a nap that day? Yeah, you can. <laughs> You fucking literally went comatose. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, <laughs> you if can a sit movie in traffic, you're for never going to get any time right? back. At least you spent that time in pursuit of something that might have been good. If yeah. a movie is that bad, you have the physical capacity to get up and walk out. Absolutely. It's yeah, yeah. It's you know, I have been to those movies where it's like, no, get the fuck up and walk <laughs> out. Yeah. Yep. If I see another second of this, I'm going to gouge my own eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Make a call. Six hundred thirty thousand seven hundred twenty hours. Two of them are not that precious. No, they're not. No. All right. You want to do one more voicemail? Sure. Let's do that. You bet I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey there, Bamscast. I'm sitting here in a parking lot with a dead battery, um, and I thought to call you guys. The whole reason you were put into my phone was to call you if my car broke down, you know, in order to entertain myself while waiting. And I'm sitting here, and I just love to know if you'd ever think of reviewing 1989's Girlfriend from Hell. Certainly B-movie quality has some decent acting, even while being pretty subpar. It was only shown on, like, USA Able Night at one point, and then it just disappeared into nothingness. One actress I really remember in it was also in Sixteen Candles, playing the best friend role. But really... That chick is a scene stealer. Um, she had curly black hair. Anyway, don't remember her name, maybe. The actress's name is Leanne. Don't know. So it's her only performance that really makes me remember this movie, Girlfriend from Hell. Um, thanks for entertaining me while I wait, guys. Cliche out. I don't believe she's the first person to ask for Girlfriend from Hell, either. Really? I think someone commented on our... Uh on the Facebook page a little while back. Hmm. Well, talking about that movie. Yeah. I don't recognize anybody in this movie. The first sentence of the plot description is the devil is a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Did, did, Hmm? wow. Yes. Am I looking at the right one? Yeah. She said 1990, right? 89. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 89. Yeah. What are you wowing at? The plot. Yeah. The inventor of the condom, now God's bot, bounty hunter, uh-huh. is tasked with tracking down and capturing what? the devil uh-huh. who has possessed the body of a high school wallflower in order to feed on human souls via sex. Yeah. That, uh, that's a plot. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd watch yeah. it real good. I'd watch yeah. all 92 minutes. 90 minutes. Put it on the list. I'm going to put it on the list right now. Put it on the list right now. Put it on the list. Building the list. Sounds pretty good. Girlfriend from hell on the list. Thank you. You're welcome. See if we can track that down. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Check the keywords. There's I a lot am. Of them. Don't worry. There's a lot of them keywords. Uh, 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 it should really be first. I wish they wouldn't bury the, <laughs> the lead. It has gay bar. 
gay bar. You can hopefully maybe it'll Take be. Take it to the gay bar. Maybe gay you get bar. your. Uh, it'll be a real gay bar. It better or be, be like Police Hollywood. Academy. Yeah, Police Academy. Well, you gay want bar. a Police Academy? Yes, gay I do. Bar. That's no, what I want out of every gay bar. Just walk in. And da, 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 da. They're not like that, Chuck. <laughs> I think <laughs> hate to break this to you. They're, they're just not like that. It's so soul crushing. Stop. They're just boring bars with people who like different people in it. Okay, fine. On the list. Thanks. Sure thing. There you go. <laughs> so that would be one of the many things that we announce on our Patreon. Yeah. When the time comes. Is that a segue? It is. Awesome. Good good segue. Well done. Speaking of Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Way to stomp all over that segue. Back Way to just segue. take that segue and just crush it under your boot. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Is that a segue you're riding? Oh, yeah. Oh, all yeah. right. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. BJ. you. Talk to us about the Patreon. <laughs> um, well, we're, uh, we're, we're still astonished. Um, at uh we're still just astonished and astounded um you guys are are awesome and we've uh we've turned over the turned over the month and on march 1st they they took all your money into stars now thank you very much for all of it um but uh we wanted to let everyone everybody know all of our patrons know that we are going to be uh, uh we're going to start sending emails and stuff to to take care of the rewards for uh, for hitting our certain levels and for your donation levels. And uh, we are hard at work on the uh, BS bonus podcast sort of thing. Um, we are recording nearly every line that we say when we are away from you and together <laughs> as a group. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we basically just put stiffler cams all around everywhere right. we yeah. Right. Yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, and, if, and if you hit the $250 a month level, we'll let you see the video. Right. Yeah. It's it's pretty gross. Yeah, I wouldn't um, pay that. But uh, but no, we've been we've been working we've been working on that, and that will be happening soon. Um, so in March, yes, in before, March before so, March is up, right? It will be posted for you. So patrons of all of all levels will be able to access that wonderful bit of uh, hilarity. Um, and like I said, patrons of all levels who have uh, rewards due, we will be getting in contact with you, uh, likely through Patreon to to get those yeah, handled. Probably so. in the next week. Or so. Keep an eye out for that hot shit. Um, <laughs> and as always, yeah. hot shit, hot shit. I mean, hot the shit. Hottest shit. <laughs> I mean, hot shit in the Nelly way, not in like oh, gross. Oh, yeah. yeah, like we are hot have to shit, take not off a all Cleveland our steamer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, like, like street sweepers and all that. Right. Okay. Great. Cocked, ready to let it go. Okay. Um. Anyway, also thank you so much. Um, your response has been has been humbling. Uh, we are we are amazed, and we look forward to doing very cool things. Uh, and also, we are shockingly close to our next goal. So, if you um, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, donate to our Patreon. <laughs> Where can they find it? At patreon.com slash bmfcast. Cool. As with all things, slash BMFcast. Pretty much. Twitter.com yeah. slash BMFcast. Yeah. Facebook.com slash BMFcast. YouTube.com slash BMFcast. Or you can just go or to the website. BMFcast.com. That's it. Or email us at BMF at BMFcast.com. Man, that's a great way to take care of all that contact information. I, yeah. Just blow through all of that. But the one thing we forgot is the Garfield phone, like Cliche used tonight to get mm-hmm. a hold of us when her car broke down. <laughs> Unfortunately, we couldn't do anything for her, but listen. But... <laughs> If your car breaks down and you want to talk to us, 9105 BMF or 9105569263. Car talk.
Yeah. <laughs> we can't tell you how to fix anything. No. And we'll just say all, we're you, sorry. all we can do is listen. We'll and just go. Hey, to it later. check your spark plugs. Yeah, you gotta you gotta check your <laughs> check your spark plugs. <laughs> Change the oil. Yeah. Unflat that tire. <laughs> Might be a solenoid. Huh? <laughs> I think she's flooded. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got. Put uh, put some gasoline on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rub some Rub dirt some on dirt it. it. Yeah. Yep. All these things. Change your blinker fluid. Yeah. <laughs> this has been car fluid. talk. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Please. <laughs> yeah, can't even talk about it. Uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Oh.